All right. Welcome to Chocolate Swordfish, the only podcast that freebases marijuana as its primary mode of consumption. Uh, we <laughs> use the Ron Popeil Marijuana Flavor Injector because it's 420, baby, and you should be tasty as fuck. You get tasty, bitches. Get, get tasty. Uh, hey, guys. It's your boys from Chocolate Swordfish. I'm here with the immortal Kenichi, Ken. What are we doing tonight? We're shooting the shit, aren't we? That's really yeah, what we're, we're just, Yeah, we're just fucking shooting the shit, man. We have no plans. We have no fucking agenda. We're just here to talk to you guys and tell you about our fucking weeks, what we've been up to, what we're... What we've been watching, what we've been seeing, cast, what you we yeah. want to hear what you want to do actually, because we we are wondering what you guys like because feedback is always appreciated, and so are pictures of cans of beans apparently. Yeah, cans of beans, <laughs> or the opposite, you know, we'll send you a can of beans, um, uh, as our old chap Kyle would say, for a picture of your titties. So fucking, you know, that's always up at, at uh, chocolate swordfish one at gmail.com. Uh, just throwing that out there. But no, let's, enough of the bullshit. Fucking, we're back. So we're back. Jerdave, what you been watching, man? What you been fucking getting into fucking recently, man? Hey, man, like I've been watching a bunch of different stuff. Uh, Kyle actually turned me on to the manga for Fire Force. So I've been in that. And I'm not too fucking heavy into that because Kyle would skin me alive. He fucking got me into that, and he's not on the cast that we're talking about it. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I I just want to say it's shot very very well. It's like got all these elements from other animes. It has the fluidity of Yuri on Ice. It has the fucking background details of like Studio Ghibli fucking pieces like. Oh yeah, it's a shonen masterpiece. I mean, it's honestly it's one of their new bangers, and it's fucking. I'd say it's gonna go down as one of their top classics, bro. Because it's it's on its way to becoming like one of the best shonens I've ever seen. So for sure, and it's and so I, fucking accurate to the fucking manga. Holy shit! It really is, and I'm honestly hard on shonen because I grew up watching shonen shows. So I'm kind of like. I don't know. I'm like the opposite of the spectrum where Kyle loves Shonen. He can't get enough of that shit. Where I'm just kind of like, man, I've watched fucking every Shonen. You know, I've watched 2,000 Shonen episodes of like random shows, you know, like One Piece, Naruto, all that shit. So it's like when they do a lot, like when they come out with a new show, a lot of the time, like you said, it's in the same vein. But Fire Force, I would say, isn't because it's setting a new spectrum, dude. And that's what I love about it. Fucking, yeah, that's so it's so fun, and uh, we won't spoil anything for you here. I'm just saying, if you haven't watched it, or if you are somebody who's typically not into anime, give this one a shot. It has a bunch of stunning visual effects, a very interesting premise and world setting. It is very oh, much yeah. worth the time, very very much worth the time. Definitely. And the other thing that I uh, didn't watch recently, and I really need to catch up on because I saw there was another season, is fucking. Uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. If you haven't watched that, Kenny, that's a fucking fun one. I haven't. Um, yeah, it's really fucking fun. So the concept is this guy who lived a pretty un- unresounding life, like a super unresounding life. Uh, he dies saving some woman uh, from getting like mugged or something to that effect. And then he, like, as his soul is leaving his body, he wakes up as like a slime. And like pretty much what seems like a video game universe or a D and D campaign. Wow, that's that's sick. 
Yeah. It reminds me of that one, How to Talk to Fucking Girls in a Dungeon or whatever the fuck. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar concept, but he's, like, literally, literally just a slime, like a like a little slime. Okay. And so Hell yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. Is, yeah, the crazier thing is, I'll give you a little bit of the intro, a little bit of meat to the bone. When he's reincarnated, he's, like, in a grinder cave. So that's why I think it's, like, you know, like a fucking MMO-type setting. Kind of like how yeah. Over, Overlord is in that way. Uh, but, or even, like, how to pick up girls in a dungeon, like, but he's in the area, and he's like, haha, I'm killing rocks and things, and he's realizing how OP he is, and if you're, like, actually play D&D or anything like that, slimes will fuck you up. (laughs) Oh, yeah, slimes are crazy in any fucking universe, usually. They will melt your ass, they're just living acid, it's fucking nuts. Shit, even in Stardew Valley, bro, they fuck the fuck your ass up, boy. Dude, dog. Oh, shit, yeah, no. Slimes are everywhere, but they, yeah, definitely. I'm going to check that out. It sounds hot. The whole thing, Kenny, is he does all that beginner level, and he finds a dragon, and he's very obviously supposed, the dragon's supposed to be there to, like, like kill new players or whatever, be, like, the intimidating factor, I guess. But because he's yeah. a monster, he's like, uh, I guess I don't really don't need to kill you because you're not a hero. And so they start talking and becoming homies. And the slime has been getting XP and more knowledge by absorbing things. So every time he melts something, he kind of, like, gains knowledge and XP from that. So he basically convinces the dragon to let him him inside of himself so he can somehow take him out of this cave that he's been stuck in forever. And then he'll, like, Uh, reconstitute him. And then... Yeah, then basically the whole thing is him building like a party of monsters. It's fucking cool. It's fucking awesome. It has And once again, this is all from this perspective of a guy who was a human being. Oh, shit. Yeah, so yeah, that's fucking, that's wicked. Hell yeah. So he's kind of like, to him, he's playing a game, but he's fucking, that's just crazy. Now he he is slime. (laughs) Yeah. So I really need to get more on that because, like like I said, they dropped another season, and it's well worth it. What about you, Ken? What are you watching? What are the bangers in your life right now? Honestly, man, like anime-wise, I've been trying to catch up on that Demon Slayer. And, I mean, I've been definitely peeping that Fire Force as well, but I've been, like, sleeping on that because, I don't know, I'm one of those dudes who likes to, like, let it build up and then fucking watch a bunch, you know, at once. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that Gorge that gorge culture so like that's what i've been doing with demon slayer right now which i gotta say that anime is fucking just like fire force it's stunning dude like you know it's one of those animes where you can tell that the people who are fucking doing it actually care about animation actually you know give a fuck about old school animation because they go into fine detail of like every fluidity fucking movement as well as the backdrops are fucking beautiful so, I don't know. I, if you haven't watched fucking Demon Slayer, fucking watch that show. Because it's like watching a water... It's like watching a watercolor paint fucking... Like, painting come to life, dude. Ooh, like, okay, I'm about that. Like, that that got me. Uh, like, those... Uh, I don't know if you ever watched Megalobox, Kenny. Those few scenes oh, yeah. in there where it looks all watercolory. Like, that was my favorite fucking part like uh, definitely in that vein and it's i even say like even further than that and like i loved megaloblox dude don't get me wrong like i love megalobox but like this show fucking it goes even harder on the fucking like watercolor like style of but like that show definitely is in the craziest vein of like old school animes Mm -hmm. that reminds me of like gun and shit 
I like I like shit like that. Like, let's be real. Like, the thing that captured my heart was fucking Lupin, Lupin the Third. Like, I remember when I first saw that. Like, sure there were other animes that like I had watched, like S. Cryed and fucking uh, Cowboy Bebop and shit like that. But Lupin the Third, that shit, like, that shit is what got the humor, the like fucking intense like bond of the characters and how it's like an established established world setting because what before in the early 2000s when I got a hold of it through fucking uh, like Adult Swim shit like that it was like that was like it's what third fourth season or something like that here even more than that brother <laughs> that shit that shit that's one of the longest running fucking animes ever dude yeah, that shit like, besides Conan but besides Detective Conan Lupin the third is like I think second to be honest or maybe even first I don't know it's it's up between that and Detective Conan maybe like another fucking series but like those have been running for fucking years dude. But yeah, Lupin the Third, man, is a masterpiece. Let's be real. And you couldn't have said it better. Like the comedy, you got Goyman, you got fucking John. Like, I don't know, just you got like fucking Lupin. He's fucking hilarious, dude. One of the most badass thieves in the world and shit. So hyped for that movie. I am so fucking hyped. And the animation and the 3D animation style that it is in looks so fucking perfect for what it is. Like, absolutely. I can't believe they're actually fucking releasing that shit finally. Dude, it's taking them long enough. Jesus Christ. Well, they just got done with that last, that uh, season, like, last year, so... Didn't... No, I know, but, like, the, we're getting the Blu-ray fucking, uh, uh, the... Fuck, what one was it? Is this, uh, the... I think it's a third movie. The fucking, whatever, the Goyman one. Where he fights that fucking the axe man and shit. Like, uh, dude, that movie's insane, bro. One of my favorite Lupin movies. Fucking that fight scene where he, like, straight cuts that motherfucker and he gets his arm, like, cut straight, like, sliced down it, but he still fucks him up. But, ah, uh, that scene's insane, man. <laughs> Some of the best animation you'll ever see in your life, you know? Yeah. Like, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, Lupin the third. Fucking go watch it if you haven't. No, and honestly, from what you were telling us about Kenny, it's just like you're talking about old school anime, and that's that's like what we're missing now. That like that kind of like shit you were talking about. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it it's getting closer. It's going back towards it though. Like I'd say Demon Slayer and then uh, fucking Fire Force, man. Like they're just there's something special, dude. Like and there's something like I even Doctor Stone. If you haven't checked that one. Oh That's yeah, a new show. Fucking, I was watching that with my boy uh, Andrew, and we were talking about that shit. Uh, we were like watch partying, Fire Force, and that on VRV. Another plug from David that they didn't pay for. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, David's VRV. <laughs> sad they got rid of fucking Shutter, and I'm kind of super salt. Like they, oh, they? so much. They've lost so much fucking content like so much oh but we got boomerang and nick at night basically well it's old school nick cartoons and shit like that but and high dive which does have some fucking banging shit on it i will not lie and it has Crunchyroll, but like now there's no movies it's like almost no movies and the ones that they have are like some like b-grade like drive-through theater style ass movies but shutter yeah. was like 
really kept me coming back to that shit. Like, really kept me coming back to that shit. Man, that's crazy, because, yeah, now I'm seeing Shudder. Like, I don't think it ever was on Amazon before, but now it's on Amazon, dude. And But you have to pay for it, of course, you know, as a yeah. fucking ad hunter. But that's the shit. I was just playing VRV, and I got that shit already added in there. I'm so salty. So Yeah, I think that whole thing is, like, Shudder wanted people to start paying for it, and so that's what happened, is, like, they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once again, for our audience, and my AD fucking D... Dr. Stone. <laughs> I was watching it with yeah. boy, and it's so fucking good. It's so fucking fun. Like, my boy Andrew watching that first episode was like, why is homie yelling so much? I fucking hate that guy. And then they get to the, like, other episode, and they get fucking muscles, pretty boy McGinty out of the fucking rocks. And don't worry, he's not Irish. I'm not spoiling anything. <laughs> yeah, no. Definitely not. Uh, so get him out of the rocks, and he's like, I don't fucking like that guy. And it's like, really, you're like, okay, we can put aside the annoyance of this dude for this pure evil motherfucker right here. <laughs> you all just yeah. side him from the go. It's like when you're fucking in a video game or a fucking tabletop D&D campaign and you're like, about the fucks up the lions and shit. Yeah. I was trying not to spoil Yeah, I was trying not to spoilers. Oh, my bad. I Dude, I read the manga like months and months ago, <laughs> so it's like hard for me to not fucking talk about any of that shit, because I was hard into that shit when it came out. Correct. Right, right, right. And once again, so my bad. This, I need to talk about it. But yeah, definitely. Pretty Boy McGinty, like you said. Pretty Boy McGinty. You, he has that fucking bad guy music look about him, <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. He looks like Vicious from fucking Cowboy Bebop, like straight up. Like, <laughs> Except for some dark ass hair. Guy adversary who is always letting demon farts. <laughs> Fucking, he's that kind of. He's that anime bad guy, pretty. He's like, yes, I'm super capable and super rich. You should all bow before me. You're like, bitch. Yeah, it's it's definitely a great ass show, though. I mean, like the whole concept. We can talk about that at least. Correct. Fucking everybody turns to stone, bro, and then. You know, there's a super smart motherfucker. Yeah. Who literally, like, calculates and, like, per- and literally fucking uses his... I'm pretty sure he uses sweat and shit, right? In the beginning, fucking, to, like, break through the fucking stone and shit. They just... It was just a happenstance. They were in an area with, that was heavy in bat guano. Yeah, and then the fucking drippings. That's what yeah, it was. Correct. Yeah, it was fucking dripping on that motherfucker, and he, like, got out and shit. But he kept himself... That's what it was. He kept himself awake, dude, by, like, calculating the fucking oh, the breathing days. technique. And yeah, the yeah. days. He counted the days so he knew the exact year and how long it had been. And then one of he, what's-his-face breaks out because his love for that one bitch. Fucking. Okay, let's call that what that is. Stalking. That was the power of stalking, people. <laughs> like, that is obsession. Holy shit. Yeah, that was true obsession. Bro. Let's be real. <laughs> that poor girl like, when they, she gets out of that stone. I haven't watched it yet. Don't spoil it for me. I have only watched yeah, it because I'm like, like because I'm like, ooh, I need to watch it right now. And then I'll be like, okay, I've saved six episodes to get this all in. I did that exactly. thing, Doom Patrol, like fucking all of it. I do that, yeah, I do that with a lot of shit, too, because it's just better, I don't know, it's just, it, it, it's nice waiting week to week sometimes, but at the same time, it's nice just killing shit, man, and just, like, getting a whole fucking... Yeah. Uh, exactly. 
just getting the whole picture in one go is real, real nice. But yeah, definitely check those out, man. If you, you know, this is our anime segment, so. Oh, got it. Dr. Stone. Yup. Dr. Stone, get on that shit. Uh, so, Kenny, like, this is an interesting question because uh, we at Chocolate Swordfish and our Facebook group, I don't know the link, otherwise I would plug it right here. Uh, go look for Chocolate Swordfish on Facebook if you have Facebook because we're old fucking men, or at least I am. We'll get an Instagram or some shit soon, probably. <laughs> Somebody set up a fucking snappy chat for the snappies, for the kids. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I completely lost the point insulting myself. <laughs> what was I saying, Kenny? Bring it back. Record it back. Uh, yeah, I, uh, you were saying fucking we're going to set some shit up and then uh, we're going to bring it back, bro. We're going to bring it. <laughs> uh, but that being said, uh, we traditionally don't like to talk shit on things. That's the whole thing about chocolate swordfish and whatnot that we try to like not shit on somebody's like ice cream sundae is the best way I could put it. Not to yuck somebody's yum because, you know. There's no point in that. Like, there's no real reason to be like, oh, what you like is shit. We were talking about this before the cast. But I definitely, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, I fall into it sometimes and I'm guilty of that shit. But does. And I think that's something uh, nerds as a community, geeks, whatever you fucking want to call it, people who enjoy pop fucking culture or just humanity as a whole needs to really just like not be dickheads to each other, being like, you're not enjoying this right. What's the right way to enjoy something? Get the fuck out of your own ass, you pretentious prick. <laughs> David, get the fuck out of your own ass, you pretentious prick. Perception, man. But like, and you can express it if somebody asks you, but sometimes I feel like even I'm, a, I'm guilty of it. Like, I'll express my shit way too early. Like, I know I hate Tom Holland. I probably shouldn't express it as much as I do. You know what I'm saying? But I go a little hardcore about it, but that's what it is. Like, Correct. It, because I don't even hate him. I just hate him as Spider-Man. Like, I've seen movies that I actually like him in. He's actually a good actor. I just don't like him as Spider-Man, but that's yeah, that what it is. is. Fair. Yeah, that yeah. is fair. But that being said, and after that caveat on explaining that little bit of, like, why we started Chocolate Swordfish and stuff like that, just so nerds can come together and just be like, yo, I like this. I like this. I'm passionate about this. And without getting some shit. Uh... Let's talk about the shit we fucking watched that we fucking hated recently. <laughs> Let's flame broil some shit. Yeah, shit. I'll flame broil some shit, man. I, I like. I watched. Actually, dude. I don't know. It sucks because I. It fuck. I was actually watching this movie and I was like, "What even is this movie, dude?" And it's that movie called Ma. I don't know if you've heard about it. I have not. Fucking. Oh, but it's like just this weird, the weirdest fucking movie, dude. It's about like a group of kids that befriend this black lady somehow. Like they basically are outside of a liquor store and are like asking people to fucking buy them liquor, which is crazy because this is shit me and Kyle would do as kids. Like, (laughs) home with me, bro. I was like, holy shit, I was doing this. And then like. They befriend this black chick. She takes them to her house, which is like this whole everything about this movie just is not right. But whatever. And, and then she like fucking basically, I don't. She's like insane, dude, and like becomes like obsessive of these kids, bro. And like starts mediating like where they party and like what they're doing, and then like starts getting like 
controlling over them and she's obsessed with one of them in in particular like this uh this like young male you know uh-huh. and she's like obsessed with him and she i don't it's a fucking weird movie oh dude God, damn. that's a weird movie that's some real serial killer shit though you said that like that fucking one dude i talked about with the fucking serial killers dude <laughs> Definitely. Like, it's just a weird fucking movie, but I mean, if you're gonna watch it, like, definitely watch it, but it's fucking weird, dude. Like, one of those, like, just who comes up with this type of shit, you know? Right. Uh, whatever. Yeah, it's kudos to them for going, like, the full seal serial killer tilt, but if it's badly, boo. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it comes off cheesy because it's just like a party. It's like a teen fucking party movie of like, and then like a bunch of teens getting basically like fucking psychologically fucking raped by this black chick. (laughs) Like, I don't know, it's just a weird fucking movie, dude. (laughs) Moral of the story, kids, get your older brother to buy your beer, not some random stranger. Yeah, exactly. That's my moral here is uh, don't, don't fucking ask some random chick to buy your beer and if you do just let her buy you beer don't fucking go back to her house with her like, the rules yeah. for being youth and rules for going to the bar <laughs> yeah, exactly. like like i i ask random people to buy me shit that's fine do that be a normal kid but at the same time don't go party with those fucking people yeah you will make some mistakes if you do that shit so that's how anyways. you get a case or the uh, fucking fictional possibly real podcast that i want to talk about true crime and food on <laughs> if you're going to do it make sure you dive food themes so you can be in a one of our podcast productions <laughs> yeah exactly shit what's some weird shit you've watched though recently man some like okay, okay so like i could not even like i don't remember the name and because i watched it with a friend who was doing that fucking swashbuckler life acquiring it but the principal kenny like this first episode was such an abortion like you see this girl like being a typical like haha anime girl i'm in a happy situation ha 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 i'm walking around oh i walked into the school building and all of a sudden <laughs> dimension switch somehow and there are just giant fucking mecha like just fighting, falls out fighting. This girl's like, what's going on? Oh my god! Running through this fucking hallway of this fucking place. And so I'm about to redux the worst thing I've ever fucking watched. It was a mecha magical girl anime. Oh my god. Yes. Mecha magical girl anime. And so you watch these two mecha, like, hyper battle, like, explosions, lasers, some fucking card capture summoning dance shit within the mecha. I want to vaguely accuse some Yu-Gi-Oh posing. Like, and it's all female-centric, and it's all very badly anime waifu'd out. Like, you're like, they're just trying to do every flavor of anime waifu out the gate. Like, they're like, oh, look at a cast. It's the anime waifu flavor gate. I feel like this was something that was made expressly to brand a toy line, but they don't have the toy line yet. <laughs> like dude, is, this some wannabe, is it some wannabe Boku no Piku, dude? No. Like, <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. No, no. It's literally it's attempting to be a serious Gundam card capture Sailor Moon anime. 
damn, it sounds like some Vanguard wannabe fucking card capture shit, bro. Like, like, so this, but these two mechas are just fighting, and you find out there's a good side and a bad side. And then all of a sudden, they start talking about these 12 priestesses. But what happened to that girl in the main fucking scene who was allegedly the main fucking character? And then they get back after all this fighting and stuff mm-hmm. and do 20 minutes. <laughs> and, uh, 15 minutes of like, solid back ass goddamn story explainer of who this girl was that was in that building why these bitches are fighting in these giant weird fucking magic robot mechs like (laughs) like just 10 minutes it's like 10 minutes of solid just action with no explainer at all so I'm like what am I watching why am I watching this okay shiny exploding lasers seizures okay and then at the end of it, of course, like with every good Magical Girl anime, the new chosen one Neo Messiah Keanu Reeves bitch somehow does a thing that unlocks one of the grand high floating space cities that have crazy mage clocks on them that poops out some next level magical mecha anime. And my favorite thing about this is basically... They end up tackling other girl who was fighting, and bad guy's like, hey, let's go get that bitch. Look, she has the chosen. <laughs> let's go get her. She has the thing. Those things haven't done things in forever. Ah! And she goes, fucking attack this bitch. I swear to God, the bitch is like, eh, I don't know what to do. Because once again, she was just walking into school, then boom, she's now piloting a fucking giant mech, mecha, giant magical mecha, and somehow in a different outfit, which would perturb me. I'm going to be like, where did my fucking boxers go? What the fuck is this? Is your outfit a live dog? Is this Kill a Kill? Were you watching Kill? No, I am 100% not. I know Kill a Kill. This is chibi shit. Okay. Chibi shit. Kill a Kill is not shitty at all. So I know you weren't watching that, but I'll just make okay, a joke. This right here is where it goes next level, Kenny. She somehow goes oh, extra hammy beast mode. Because she's wigging the fuck out and doing nothing. She's button mashing, basically. Which, let me explain how these things are piloted after I finally saw how they were piloting them. Fucking ethereal marionette strings. And I didn't notice, but these things are in, like, giant fucking summoning circle slash alchemist circle, like, things that is, like, a network of magical strings. So they're literally giant mecha marionettes. So, yeah, so they're puppeting yeah, these correct. robots. They're literally giant mecha marionettes. Say that five fucking so, times. <laughs> mecha, marion- mecha marionettes. Fucking fuck. Yeah, there's no point of them even fighting because nobody's going to die because there's nobody's inside of it. Well, they are inside of it. They're somehow pulling the strings from inside, but it's somehow like creating a fucking summoning circle construct that's like, Err, I'm pulling the pulley system to make these things fight. That makes no sense to me, but all right. Correct, but so she goes to pull, like, uh, fucking regular show Rigby and button matches, and she goes next level hyper beast mode, and then she goes ultimate ham attack, and this she has been slaying the experienced pilot, somehow, like, kicks the, who kicked the shit out of her, is now coming at this bitch, and I swear to God, Kenny, they make her, like, do the transform into the ultimate beast mode form of this fucking Mary Mecca, and and this bitch is coming out at her, and this thing is just generating a shield so she can't do anything. And then it's literally just, like, five minutes of her just, like, standing there, and then this bitch attacking her directly, but then her shooting some sort of giant fucking laser. I was like, that took no skill. 
what the fuck are they trying to say here? You can just stand still in a fight in this world and fucking win. <laughs> just stands there, King. Literally just stands there and shoots a fucking shit ton of laser beam missile things all out at once. She hits her alt while this bitch is obviously low health and just dusts her. Ultra trash. Ultra trash. I know what this is called just so I can see what the fuck it looks like because it sounds like shit. I will have to ask my buddy that had fucking, like, we watched it with, but goddamn, was it bad, man. Oh my god. Like, I don't know if they're trying to launch a toy franchise or if it's, like, it literally felt like it was an anime built for a phone game. Like, I was like, did they, did they make a, did they make an anime for a phone game? Did that, has that finally happened? Phone game anime? <laughs> like they made an anime from a phone game that like, is like Persona was a fucking Persona was, I thought was a brim but fuck holy shit they went to that spectrum that's wild like it only feels like it's meant to be like a play to play thing it's like here choose your flavor of waifu look holy waifus and of course they have to be holy waifus because you can't have a waifu be non-virginal right yeah she has to be like hey, a fucking little pear fucking youngie. But hey, awful. What a hit Did you ever fucking on a lighter note? Did you ever end up finishing uh, that Woo Assassin? I did not. I've been working so much lately. No, I know. I know you have. I, that's why I was just like saying, fuck it. Did you ever end up finishing it? It was but... so bad, and I know I'm literally two episodes away. It's driving me goddamn nuts. Kyle just finished it, too. Uh, we need you. We need you to finish it today. But anyways, uh, all you guys out there, all you chocolatiers, we will be talking about the assassins here in the future. If you haven't watched it, go watch, Go check that out. It's got the homie from The Raid in it. It's got Catherine Winrick from fucking Vikings. Sexy. Sexy, for good fucking show. Like it is really entertaining. Like honestly, the way I explain it to people that like don't really know much about any of that shit is, if if you've ever wanted to see a live action like Avatar, that didn't blow. <laughs> that didn't suck dick. Uh, then go watch Wu Assassins because, I mean, I will agree with Kyle. The CGI is not the best, but. I don't think they need to be the best because the story is good. Yeah. And they deliver on a lot of other things. The choreography is great. Like, they deliver on a lot of other things where, like, I'm not sitting there nitpicking the fucking CGI. Like, I, it's not a fucking color fucking show. So, I don't know. I, I get very it. on point to things like the Monkey King and shit like that. Stuff that Johnny Yin's in. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, it, it's definitely not like the show that yeah, it's the best, but at the same time, you're not sitting there. Like, it doesn't take away from the show for me, anyways. Correct. Of like, when you see this guy, kind of like, uh oh. It's, I don't know, the way I like argued with it with Kyle, we'll argue about shit till we fucking die. But I like, I was like, it's no different than a CW show. And he was like, hey, I don't know. He took a little offense to that. But I was like, it, uh, to me, that's true. It's no different than any CW show, bro. Like, they didn't have the the most money to make those shows, so they do what they can. You know? And by no means is that saying it's bad. It's just saying like they do what they can. You know, like let's get real. If it's on TV or if it's made to be presented in a TV format, 
they're not going out with fucking millions upon millions of well some some of them on Netflix they are but like it's not they're not going to like design houses where they're churning out fucking big shit unless it's like one of the bangers like fucking Stranger Things and shit like that like let's talk first for Stranger Things the quality first season of Stranger Things the quality wasn't the best but it wasn't awful by any means oh no definitely not like yeah like I mean if you go look at the quality of the Demi Gorgon in fucking Stranger Things season one, and then go compare it to like some of the shit in season three, you're gonna see a difference. Like, you know, fucking, that's guaranteed, bro. But I mean, it's just how it is. Like, they don't have the money to, maybe next season we'll see a little bit better shit. That's what I'm hoping, anyways. Cause anyone I know that watched that show fucking loved it. So definitely go check out Woo Assassins, man. 100%. Like, I highly recommend that show. Like, if you haven't, if you're not, like, into kung fu movies and stuff like that, pick it up. Like, it, it's something that's very palatable. And I did love the fact, a little close to my heart because of my background, that the chosen one was a chef. <laughs> I know we. It's finally our time. We are. You front of the house bitches can suck it. You may get tipped. They do it right. Like, they do it fucking so right. Of like him, like with his knife bag, like everything. I don't know, just like everything they do, like uh, the way he treats his knives in that show, like I fucking love it, dude. Because that's how a real chef is, bro. You know, like a real chef fucking shows up, does his time, like he loves cooking and shit. And they made that aspect like real. Correct. The real whole life. salty thing of like, no, 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 you don't fuck with my people, like. Like, exactly. maybe a burly, brusque son of a bitch and be like, why the fuck isn't this out of here? Why isn't this done? But if somebody's, like, giving your people shit, you're like, yo, what are you doing? Like, that whole bit where he's like, yo, you broke my homie's nose. They ain't gonna fly. Like, my favorite, like, line was a dude who was being brusque at the new kitchen that I'm a part of. Uh, and... <laughs> Somebody was giving the, like, lead kitchen manager dude shit. And then me and the rest of the cooks walked up. I was like, you messing with our man Daniel here? You mess with the kitchen, you get the cooks. <laughs> like, <laughs> Exactly. You can't fuck with the cooks, bro. There's something special about them. And, like, to be honest, I, I fucking, I mean, you know I know how it is. Like, fucking, it's, just, it's like a secret entity, bro. Of Like, the kitchen is the heart of the fucking restaurant, bro. No matter where you are, like, well, I guess some shitty restaurants, maybe not, but like, you know, any good restaurant, the kitchen is the heart. And fucking, that's what keeps that shit going, bro. And fucking, I don't know. They just like, like you said, when he stuck up for his homie, that is like a nobody cook in the background that, like, kind of, you know, is like his sous chef, I guess. I don't know what he is. That just, they made it seem like a, kind of like a sous chef or something. Like, yeah, a cook to somebody who prepared something. Yeah just, like a, yeah, just like a line cook, maybe yeah. even. Yeah, just like somebody fucking regular. But yeah, he stuck up for him. And then, like, the whole scene that really stuck with me is like when he needed to go do something that was important, but he was cooking a meal and he didn't want to fucking put out like a shitty meal. You know, he wanted to fucking, he made sure that he wanted to finish that meal. Like, he even told him, like, no, I'm going to finish. I'm going to fucking, you know, I'm going to finish this meal to my. Put it out, 
And like that's something that resonates with me because I'm never gonna put out some shitty ass movie, bro. Right, correct. Like I can tell you right now, like I like I'm never gonna like I'm gonna fucking put out the dankest food I can with what I got. Always know? from scratch kitchens. Always exactly. And and like that's how I, I felt with that shit. Like that's how they've made me feel. So like you said, bro, you hit it on the head. They fucking did this chef justice, bro. Correct. Like like I, that was my favorite aspect, but that's because that aspect in any sort of show kind of always resonates with me. And the fact that you know, I don't know if like he's he's a cook, he owns a food truck, like, and now he's the the chosen one. Like, that's it's exactly. for, for me. That's where I'm trying to strive to be. So I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm going too far. <laughs> Spoiler, bro, but that fucking food truck fight scene, oh, you guys, yeah, shit will get you hyped as fuck. Yeah, there are like, some scenes in like action flicks, especially Asian cinema action flicks, that are just like ultra hype. Fucking old boy in the fucking hallway with the hammer scene. Fucking the raid with the hallway scene. <laughs> like shit in a hallway, really. <laughs> If it's a Japanese or Korean movie and it's a going into a hallway, you know some shit about to go down. <laughs> like, let's be real. <laughs> you know it's about to be a five-minute no-cut scene of, like, pure fighting, bro. And that shit's... Like, when they do the no-cuts, bro, that's something special in cinematography in my eyes. Oh, yeah. Like, old boy, that scene you were talking about, like, when they're in the hallway and shit, that is literally... Like people, like directors, will talk about that shit and say that's like inspiration for them because that was literally something that like somebody did that nobody's done before. You know, like they literally did a fucking five minute scene with no cuts, no takes, literally just all straight up fucking raw dog fighting. Like you know, like that shit. That's how you got what you got. Like that's why it feels the way it does when you watch it. You Correct. Know? Like so it's fucking insane. immaculate, and the color palette in it, fucking his suit, everything, just fucking on point. And even when they replicated in the fucking American one, which they didn't use the same color palette, but they still put emphasis on the color palette, which is what I enjoyed about the American one. Which was that movie, and I honestly wasn't a hater on that movie because I honestly liked it. I, I thought it was decent. For the original, in my opinion, it wasn't like exact by any fucking means. We, but it's, but it it's an American film. Like, it, why would you make an exact replicate of a film, anyways? Like, I love the original Old Boy. Like, there would be no point to me to like replicate the, all the same thing. Like, no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, like, I liked how Samuel Jackson was that weird crackhead who like ran the room and shit. And I liked how, like, I don't know, I liked all the weird shit that they did in that movie. To me, it really worked well as an American film. Correct. You know, this is like some shit that doesn't. They never addressed that in the original Korean film, like who the fuck was running the shit, just that it was a shit. They just show you the camera station, remember? They show you like the TV screens of like the fools that were watching. Like there was a bunch of people in rooms. It wasn't even just him. Like the fucking, that was like the whole thing about the Korean one. It It was like, it was a fucking shitload of people that were in that shit. Where the American one, I don't think they even know. It was was the same thing, but on even bigger scale, like multiple facilities and shit, instead of just a private, private prison, you know? 
Yeah, because that's what it was. Yeah, it was like the private fools that they would get fucking. People would contract them to keep them captive and not kill them. Yeah. Amazing fucking movie, definitely. Will fucking disturb you. Be forewarned. Max Tier, Alabama. That's all I'm gonna say. (laughs) I won't spoil the ending, but (laughs) you're in for some shit. If you're talking about the American, well, I guess both of them are both like that. So yeah. (laughs) The American, but like the the fucking the the Korean ones even worse. To be honest. (laughs) But yeah, fucking awesome. Awesome. Awesome fucking film. Uh, Goddamn, man. Like, uh, I really, really have been about, like, some of the stuff that's been coming up in my Amazon feed and Netflix feed lately. And it's, like, just, like, small things. It's not anything that's, like, oh, God, it's a big banger. Like, this fucking show or this fucking show or this fucking show. Like, uh, the thing that I watched today, actually, before we started casting was the... funny like spanish film called uh little sweden and it's about this town trying to get annexed from spain to like get money put into their town basically from a government <laughs> and oh, nice. they approach the boss country and eventually they find out they uh like have some sort of proof that sweden is actually the rightful owner of their town so they're trying to get sweden to come in and be like yo yo you're one of us trying to get that money. And it's yeah. a whole fucking Cardew for fu- to, uh, for fluffle type of like thing. One of those like classic. Uh, I, did you ever watch Arsenic and Old Lace or anything like that? Like Ghost and Mr. Chicken yeah. type comedy. If you ever watch shit like that, Dude, I watch Ghost and Mr. Chicken Dog. One of my favorite Don Mouse films, bro. Oh, like like romantic misunderstandings and like sticky hit in the face type shit. It was very rare, and the fact that it was a Spanish film really made me smile because I was like, okay, somebody over there remembers that style of cinema. Like, I fucking love that style. Like, yeah, right. Throwing that way the fuck back. See, I'm sorry to fucking go back to that, but you brought me back with that one, bro. Like, that was a movie I fucking grew up on, homie. Like, Like, real talk. For you, fucking chocolate sword fam out there. Chocolatiers, whatever we call you. It's all love, but... <laughs> yeah, if you want to watch a fucking goddamn crazy movie, go some Mr. Chicken, bro, about the, like, town pipsqueak who literally, like, just wants to fucking prove his love to this girl, bro. Fucking... What happens exactly to your name? I forget, but, like, he goes to stay in that mansion that's, like, haunted. Stay in the mansion. And just, like, bananas yes. ensue. Like, this poor fuck. Shit and somehow makes it out and comes out being tougher because he's Barney fucking Fife, goddammit. <laughs> yeah. That movie is fucking so good, bro. The piano scene. Bro. Fuck. Oh. I, dude, I just love that movie, period, bro. I don't give a fuck. I, everything about that movie is amazing. But yeah, definitely go watch that one. It's an old it's a ass film. Like, uh, actor. Nineteen sixties, bro. Right, nineteen seventies, nineteen fifties. I think it was color, so it might. Yeah. Holy 60s, shit! Late, early sixties, because it was. Yeah. Oh, 
Bro, you brought me back with that boy. Dude, you brought me back with that boy. guy for you kids at home, go ask your grandmas who fucking Andy Griffith is. He's the deputy in the Andy Griffith show. Is the uh, actor who does that. And I can't fucking think of his name off the type of my tongue. It's Don Don It's like, I wanted to say that, but I was like, is that right? The OG, dog. Don Honestly, I totally forgot he was in Andy Griffith, but when you said that, it was like just another million memories that popped up in my head. Like, yeah, he was, dude, he's in so much shit back then. Fuck it, he's an OG. But yeah, that's a classic. Go watch that fucking movie and have yourself a full time of like him staying in that mansion and shit and like trying to prove to everybody. Especially the fucking chick that he's in love with and, like, the douchebag that she's, like, engaged to or whatever. Fucking that he ain't a pussy and he gonna do it. And he does do it. Correct. Correct. It is. And once again, this movie, Little Sweden, that just came out on Netflix, it's, like, one of their new releases, uh, actually has very, very similar, like, notes and cinematographic styles and plot pointing and stuff like that. It's just fun to see that type of fucking movie because that's the type of comedy movie that I miss. It's not sophisticated by any means and it's not progressive or breaking fucking like the mold and the delivery of things by any means. But it's fun. I don't want to use the word pure because that's such a like bullshit term, but it's moreover like wholesome. It's like. Yeah, it's yeah, it's wholehearted and fucking like I don't know. It's just a good ass fucking family. Like a like, subplot where guns. The fact that you said fucking Ghost of Mr. Chicken, like, and that other one, I'm gonna go check that other one out too, and like, I'm gonna watch both of those. But I'm gonna watch Ghost of Mr. Chicken with my kid because I gotta fucking do what I my dad did for me, and like, that shit. Those movies create some crazy shit, bro. Like the the feeling you get because it's just like a I don't know those old school fucking. Like Adam's family or monsters or like any of those. Yeah, that's something shows. that deserves to be preserved. And it like, you know, it's a lot easier these days with the digital age. And you know, I'm uh, looking at the fucking uh, Amazon queue and Perry Mason's on that shit. Fucking Perry Mason, that fucking intro is always fucking so fucking catchy. Perry Mason. That fucking trumpet intro, I will never forget that shit. That shit is burned into my soul. Fucking Hawaii Five O, the original Hawaii Five O. Uh, fucking, I love Hawaii Five O. And then I showed it to my little baby nephew whenever I would watch him, and that same theme song would just put him right the fuck out, <laughs> like right the fuck out, every single time. Dude, honestly, I want to talk about a little banger I watched recently, and that's. Annabelle coming home. Yeah. It's the newest in the Conjuring series. And I'll say right here, I fucking love Conjuring. I was half and half on like half the other films that came out in that series. Mm-hmm. But fucking Insidious was alright, I would say. Fucking, yeah, it was alright. Yeah, it was definitely eh, comparatively. Annabelle coming home was a, just a good time. Like, it's by no means an amazing film. It's it's just a good time, bro. And if you want to fucking watch a movie about the Warrens, go fucking check this film out. Like, it's fucking great. It's a good time. Correct. And, you know, it has that delicious dip of reality and unreality just enough. 
just enough. He's almost like deified slash superhero mythos, the Warrens, which, when in all reality, it's one of those great mysteries of, well, depending on what you believe, they're either the greatest forerunners of their field or they're absolute fucking charlatans, depending on who you ask. Yeah, and I mean, that's fine. Like, I mean, it's just like The Frighteners or any of those movies. Like, if, if you think about it, yeah. it's what you interpret it as. And I, I mean, Correct. I'm talking about even that type of people, shit. like real people. But yeah, you are 100%. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, even, even the real people, like, it's what you interpret it as. If you believe in ghosts and you believe in that type of shit, then you're going to believe that maybe that shit is real. Correct. You know, and if you don't believe in that shit, then. You're just gonna believe it's whatever. So I mean, it, it's just it is what it is. But I, I fucking just love it as a as a whole fucking media. Yeah, movie series. Like they're so good. Like I love The Conjuring one. It was really good. But The Conjuring two was like way better in my opinion. I like The Conjuring two way more than I like one. Oh yeah, Conjuring two was fucking great. And then fuck, uh, Insidious was great. I always saw it. And then Insidious two was eh. It was all right. It wasn't that good. Fucking Annabelle 1, poop, in my opinion. Annabelle 2 was actually pretty all right. It was like, it was it was enticing. It was like, it was interesting and shit. And, but then, and then Annabelle 3 came, and it was more about the Warrens and shit. And that's why I think I liked it more. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm more into the Warrens, which is why I like The Conjuring more, well, I think. I, if I'm being honest, that director who directs those movies... Like, he has a very, like, loose butthole way of writing. Let's be real. Like, his thing and stuff like that, it's not really it's not really comprehensive. It's not really well put together. It does deliver some scary plot points and shit like that. But even The Nun, The Nun was the biggest fucking horror movie groaner I've had in a while. Not to get back off. Yeah. Oh, no, dude. I was gonna, I fully agree with you on that point of, like, I was gonna say that actually myself is, like, Fuck, and then we get to The Nun, and that thing was just a straight abomination to a horror movie. Like, I mean, there was, like, a decent couple of little jump scares and shit, but I'm not a jump scare type of man myself. So, it, it like, it just was fucking, came off like a shittier than Grudge movie, you Yeah, know? correct. Like, it just wasn't good, Mero. <laughs> and, like, you need to stop at some point and fucking, I would have rather them make a did you ever see what was it? I think it was, was it Insidious Three, the one where they had that that jangly man or whatever? Yeah, 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 something like that. I'd rather make a movie about that motherfucker than the nun, to be honest myself. Like jangly man was creep, was like, genuinely creepy. All this shit off from the Insidious movie. What's that? Oh, that's about doll Annabelle. And like I get, it's like I really feel like he's just writing D and D campaigns. But horror well, Annabelle makes sense because that's like actually true. Right. Like they actually do have the doll Annabelle. But like, like you said, Insidious, like them, like spawning all that shit. I don't. I, I mean, I don't know. It kind of makes sense, but at the same time, it doesn't. He yeah, my whole thing is, universe, is, which is more than I have ever done. So kudos to him for that, because he uses the real life of the Warrens to inform his art and his fiction. I mean, but that's what he's doing. But, like, I, I would agree with you as say, like, I wish it would connect a little bit, like, more and, like, actually make more sense. Because Insidious is great until you get to the very ending. Yeah. You know? 100%. I agree with that. 
That is a solid statement. Like, I watched it, the first Insidious. I was like, it's the poltergeist of our fucking generation. Dude, honestly, like, that movie could be so much better, though, if you just rewrote the ending, Jerdave. Like, if you think the concept of that movie, it's so in depth, dude. Like, the fucking whole, like, dreaming when you go to sleep and, like, fucking literally, like, projecting your fucking, uh, you know, your, your, your conscience and shit yeah. to that. Uh, fucking world like that shit is so in-depth bro and like so real if you think about it it, but then he just like fucking falls flat on his ass at the ending and it's like you see the demon and like it doesn't it's not scary and there's just so much shit that happens in that shit like it just kind of kills it at the end but like okay is this a demon or is this an art school student trying to be scary yeah, it's just <laughs> like it, I don't know. It just kind of looks. It's com- it's comedic oh, at the end, honestly. Okay, talk, it looks like the fucking devil from goddamn Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it really oh, honestly kind of does. Put me away, bro. It's like a mix of, <laughs> it's like a mix of that and the, the, the devil from fucking Legend, but not as cool. <laughs> like you ever seen the movie yes, Legend? Of course, the Bighorn Man. Yeah, big horn fucking devil. The fucking big big dick Rick. I think that's his official billing, actually, in the movie. Not big dick Rick. That would be great. If you are a t- Wikipedia's terrorist, please go make that his name. But, uh, uh, the big horn man. I swear, like, I swear, if you go watch Legend and you go watch that scene when they first show that demon, I swear they fucking show, like, a shot of him as a minotaur with a dick, bro. Like, I'm telling you, dude. I've seen that movie so many times, bro. And they show him, like, with the biggest fucking dick ever, and he's like a minotaur, right? Am I wrong? Man, it's been so long since I've watched fucking Legend. It's been so fucking I swear he was like a minotaur-ass motherfucker with, like, a huge-ass, like, horse dick, dude. And it was, like, the creepiest fucking shit when I was little. Just being like, whoa, this is fucking weird. What? What? Fucking... This has been a crazy ass. It's been random and sporadic, like for sure. But uh let's I just want to get back to a talking point and we'll probably wrap this up here, since it's just me and you and you and me, no matter how we toss the dice. But uh please let us know in comments or whatever what you're interested in seeing or hearing, uh or and or if you have any opinions of your own. Please let us know. We'll see if we can address it. Uh, like, share, do what you do. Uh, thank you so much for all the fucking support. Uh, Kenny told me how much like people have been listening, and it's not like an insane amount by any means, but it was way more than I thought. So thank you, we appreciate it so fucking much. Like, oh my god, <laughs> we're gonna keep it. We're gonna try and keep it coming back, and we're gonna fucking get better. And with time, we will give you greatness. So. And- just stick with it. And, like, genuinely a bit of earnest and honesty, like, uh, a few of us within the Chocolate Swordfish core boys, me, myself, uh, Brandon Reed, had a very, very hard time of it the beginning of this past year. Uh, I won't tell tales out of school for our boy, uh, because that's his business, but I love him, and if he's listening, for whatever reason, know that I'm always your boy, Brandon Reed, and we are always here, and we can't wait to have you back on the cast. Uh, But I myself 
lost my living situation rather abruptly with no money. <laughs> and that's kind of like what has kind of been teetering and petering out our casting, not from not being as frequent. But we're going to try to get more consistent. We're going to try to get out a little bit more content. And like I said earlier, we're actually going to try to social media up so you could come at us not on old man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, fucking Kyle and I have been talking in the works as well of uh, we're going to start up a gaming channel. We're going to start streaming more games uh, when we play as well as like fucking getting more content out like Jer Dave said. So fucking we love you guys. Fucking we're here and we are going to be back. And thank you. And fucking peace. Love you big time. Long time. Bye. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I don't want to cut yet because I want to say fucking Brandon Reed. I fucking love you too, and good luck to you, buddy. I fucking miss you, bro. And you're gonna be back, and we gonna fucking drop the heat. Hashtag subscribe, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hashtag fucking subscribe, Brandon Reed. Fucking give him all the loves. All right, love you guys. Later, Chocolate Sorbet. We out. Peace.